I'm Tom. And I'm Ming. We're Speedcubers. That means we can solve problems really quickly. And, and now, we're, we're turning, turning our attention to some, some of the world's biggest, biggest problems with solutions you never saw coming. We are the Solve Guys. Okay, that was a bit creepy, but today's episode is all about artificial intelligence, or specifically solving the problem of AI taking our jobs, even taking our spot on this podcast. Because what if I told you that this is not even Ming's voice, but an AI trainer that learned his voice and generated this performance? Do you like me better this way, Tom? Maybe you'll finally take me more seriously now. <laughs> wow! What an intro. <laughs> How good was that? Oh man, that voice was like actually scarily realistic, right? Could, could you, you you could tell now, like yeah, from fairly yeah. early on. Yeah, I know your usual annoying tinge is yeah, like wasn't that's there. Good. Sorry, it was actually quite <laughs> enjoyable to do that for once. Man, oh man, it's episode eight, and have we got a show for you today? We're going to solve the problem of AI, or specifically AI. Uh, taking over our jobs. And clearly that's a great demonstration <laughs> of how it, like maybe in the future I can replace Team Man with AI. Wow. That was my honest reaction, by the way. I had not heard that <laughs> intro that Ming had prepared for us. That's so good. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> wow. Tell us a bit about AI. What, what problem are we trying to address today, Tom? So artificial intelligence. Uh, I mean, lately in the media, what do we think of? We think of robots that are, you know, doing human jobs. We think of uh, AI generators, uh, chat GPT, those sort of things that are becoming more mainstream and accessible to us. Uh, but really, AI covers so many things. Mm. We've got also like advanced search engines like Google. Um, when YouTube tells you what to do, like those sort of algorithms and and uh, su suggestions like that. Yep. Uh, Amazon telling you what product you might be interested in, that's all comes under artificial intelligence. Amazon knows me really well, Just just saying. Probably better than I know myself. Yeah, yeah. It tells you the best teddy bears you're going to love this it, month. It and does, that sort actually. Of stuff. And it's always right. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. Uh, but the the type of AI, like those things are helpful, right? Uh, even if in some places it like might almost be invading privacy, but you can usually, you know, choose those options. But the AI that people are worried about, right, is the AI that is threatening humans' jobs mm -hmm. or tasks because of how smart and efficient it actually is compared to humans right yeah absolutely yeah and we call a lot of that of that like generative ai so yeah that's sort of generating like inf information or creative AI. yeah it's not just it's not just pulling from yeah. stuff that's but it's learning to make art make comedy yep uh lots of different things on its own which is you know i mean we struggle enough to make comedy on this podcast <laughs> we don't need someone else stealing our job speak for yourself mate <laughs> uh so when people hear ai today they're thinking like you know chat gpt uh, yep. I didn't even know what that stood for, by the way. Do you know what it stands for? No, I don't know. It stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Transformers. Robots in disguise. So we're thinking ChatGPT or like AI art, you know, because that's the stuff that you're seeing on social media. Yep. It's like, hey, look at this generated photo of like the Pope the in Pope. like, you know, that white puffer jacket or yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what you're thinking of AI. Uh, but, you know, like Tom said, it covers so many things. The thing, though, is that AI is coming for our jobs. Or at least that's what the headlines are saying. So this article by Goldman Sachs said that they're predicting that AI might impact up to, you ready for this? 300 million jobs. Wow. Oh, well, okay. Maybe not different jobs. 300 million positions, like, around the world. Yeah. That's insane. That's like... A almost the entire 
population of uh, America's yeah, workers, right? Absolutely. Just losing their job. That's a lot of people. And wow. apparently the jobs at highest risk of being replaced are things like software developers, web developers, computer programmers, <laughs> coders, data science. Like to me, there's a bit of irony here. Of yeah, like the people that made AI are going to be replaced by it. It's, it's crazy. Like, no, you were supposed to, you know, fulfill the prophecy. You weren't meant to. Like there, there are literally AI programmers saying that in five years we're not going to need programmers anymore yeah it's like what are you doing like why are you building this thing that's going to replace you interesting it's crazy and but the thing is it's because ai like chat gpt they're really good at crunching data at crunching numbers or text they're really good at analyzing like huge amounts of language and text which means they can like write summaries really well uh in all sorts of style so i I found out for example like cnet um used ai to write like a whole bunch of really impressive articles that people like couldn't even guess were written by ai but then after that they had to like issue like a bunch of corrections (laughs) because they were like mistakes and i think there's a lot of um like websites now that are, you know, because do they want to pay a journalist or do they want chat GPT to just write, you know, endless articles for them every, you know, minute, right? Pumping out stuff. But, you know, then there comes the issue is like misinformation because yeah, the AI doesn't have that sort of, like it, it can't understand sarcasm either, you know, that yeah. sort of stuff or tell when things are misinformation sometimes when you're talking to ai when you're like chatting to it it's so easy to just assign to it like consciousness you Mm. just instantly think oh yeah i'm talking to a person here it's a program that's following rules and for a lot of it it doesn't even have a real concept of like understanding the words that it's even saying it's not like it knows that a cat is a cat it just knows that this is the way that you structure a sentence yeah this seems to be like the grammatical way to like put words together and respond to this query. It doesn't really know what it's saying. But then again, is that not what humans do as well, right? It's just we've spent our whole life building up this Uh, bank and and, and everything we know is also drawn from this data around us, people around us, right? I know what a cat is, all right? I'm just saying that. AI is not taking my job. It's never touched a cat and felt his fur. You're right there, definitely. (laughs) That's right. But another thing is that depending on who you ask, you're going to get different answers to like what AI is going to replace. So another article I found said that the top jobs that AI is going to replace, it's not, you know, all the data scientists and developers. It's jobs like customer service reps, receptionists, Mm. salespeople, teachers, taxi, truck drivers, military personnel. I know. I like. I thought for a second I was reading like the jobs that they they wouldn't replace, but mil- I'm not sure if I want AI in charge of the military. Yeah, just saying that. Interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought those jobs would be the ones taken either. Wow. Exactly. And and teacher. Come yeah, on, teacher. So I'm not sure I've said this before on the podcast, but I I used to be a, be a teacher. Did Did you know that? Yeah, I did, and I didn't think oh, okay. teachers could become more boring. <laughs> wow. But I guess AI can can fix that. Yeah. Well, teachers are actually using AI already to like write lesson plans. Yeah. Um. To you know come up with ideas of or, or generate like an exam. You know, based on all this stuff, write me an exam. And it's like instead of taking like twenty hours to write that test, yeah. bang, it's done in like twenty seconds. But isn't like that's great? Those teachers can spend their time on like yep. s- like helping out students oh, that absolutely. are behind on, and on doing other things, things that are more human and more. Yeah. That's right. And so that's what what a lot of teachers said. It's not about like a replacement here. It's about sort of like working alongside and enhancing. Yeah. Anyway, it seemed like a no brainer to actually ask AI itself what it thought (laughs) 
about no this way. issue. Um, and so I asked ChatGPT this question. Do you think AI will eventually take over all human jobs? Uh, and this is what it said. The potential impact of AI on the job market is a topic that sparks various opinions and debates. While it is true that AI has the capability to automate certain processes traditionally performed by humans, the notion of AI completely taking over all human jobs is complex and multifaceted. AI has the potential to greatly enhance productivity, improve efficiency, and augment human capabilities across various industries. It can automate repetitive and mundane tasks, freeing up time for humans to focus on more creative and complex endeavors. However, there are certain tasks that require uniquely human skills such as creativity, critical thinking, and complex decision-making. Rather than viewing AI as a threat to human employment, it can be seen as a tool that, when used effectively, can augment human capabilities and lead to new avenues of innovation and economic growth. That's exactly what they would say, right? They're like, we're not going to take over your jobs. It's, it's, That's exactly it's, what an AI it's, who wants it's to complex. take over my job would say. But you notice they didn't say no. Yeah. ChatGPT wasn't like, hey guys, it's not going to happen. It was just like, it, it's it's complicated. It's complex and multifaceted. Something you, a dumb human, wouldn't <laughs> understand. So allow me. Allow me. <laughs> to robots plane. Can't argue. So we watched this um, YouTube video this week by Wired. It's pretty great. It's called AI Tries 20 Jobs. Um, so they had this whole lineup of like people from different pr professions, like doctors, uh, graphic designer, bartender, musician, journalist, chef. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And they asked all of them the same question. Uh, you know, do you think AI will be able to take, take your job? And there, there were some interesting responses, eh? Hey? Yeah, I think my favorite was... Uh, the journalist. This is pulling in data specifically from my review. And so it has a lot of similar characteristics and sentences that I might typically use. The AI was able to try and write it in his style, mm, like his particular style. That's right. Um, he still said that it kind of came out like quite robotic and didn't have the personality he had. And it was a product review. So the AI hasn't actually like had the hands-on experience before, yeah. but it was still really interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd love that video, yeah. Yeah, and then you also had some like uh, circus performer or, fi or firefighter and they came up and they were just like, no, no, AI's not taking my job. But we what if said, there's like a robot that has like a jetpack and can do tricks? Like eventually. That's exactly right. Eventually I mean, circus the, performers look out. They just didn't think hard enough, right? I mean, a lot of them concluded, I found very interesting by saying the same thing, which is AI cannot take my job for now. Yeah. You notice a lot of them said like yet. Yet. There was almost this sort of like understanding that like maybe maybe one day because I mean saying like will, can AI take your job and if if you're like no way AI can never that's like asking will cars fully replace horses in the early days when cars were first invented <laughs> if you ask someone like hey do you think cars will replace horses they'll be like no nah, of course not it, it it can't go very far it's so slow I can just feed my horse like you know this is a living thing like but they're just not thinking ahead. In the future, like where are horses exactly. now? Where's your horse, Tom? <laughs> um, yeah, there's some horses out there. Yeah, okay. They're doing great. Like, <laughs> I'm really great. taking them out for a spin on the road, though. Okay. So I think I'll stick with cars. Yeah. Right now, at time of recording, uh, the Writers Guild of America are still on strike. Yeah, uh, and, and the actors have recently joined them because, amongst other things, uh, one fear is that using AI will just be too convenient and cheap an option for production companies. I mean, why employ and pay humans if a program can write an entire movie script for you, right? Yep. 
or, or just like how AI can already learn someone's voice, like it did for my voice in the intro. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's totally realistic to imagine that one day you could just 3D scan an actor's face and body and just have them perform in a movie without them ever having to. I mean, isn't Avatar sort of doing that? Like, sure, we're doing like motion capture and stuff, mm. but otherwise, all the stuff that you're seeing like on the screen isn't actually live, like, you know, isn't actually that actor in real life. True. Yeah, we're definitely getting close to it. And I think recently, like, I've seen on YouTube, like, there's um, like 24-hour live streams mm. of, like, cartoons. Yeah. One is SpongeBob. I'm not sure... Uh, <gasps> That's right. Like, right? And, performed and, by AI. Yeah, but so yeah. AI is writing the show and the mm. jokes as it goes and then also spitting out the graphics and the audio. And so it's just like a never-ending loop. Um, I tuned in for a bit. It was terrible. Uh, <laughs> worst entertainment I've seen it in my life. It is actually so bad. And, uh, but some, it's new some content. Of them, yeah, be careful. Some of them weren't appropriate either, like <laughs> for all ages, I would yeah. say. But it's, it's, it is wild just to think that it's like getting close to where like, you know, already the quality of kids' shows, like your Coco Melon. <laughs> That's right. Like, oh, I, I didn't, it's not confirmed, but like Coco Melon, like, must have a heavy AI influence because, mm. like, they spin out stuff about so that. quickly yeah, yeah. and just so cheaply and poorly made. Like, surely soon these kids' channels, unfortunately, is just going to be AI. Do we want AI racing? It's crazy. Our kids entertaining them? I don't know. You're just a bit salty because Coco Melon has more subscribers than you <laughs> on YouTube. And also every other channel in existence. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I find it very interesting that the issue with AI, with, you know, the, the actors and the writers, it's not like an if but a when issue. This is sort of understanding that this is, is going to happen. And, and that's why these performers are demanding a contract that specifies AI regulations in order to protect them. Yeah, well. Um, I, I found that, um, so Stability AI, so that's one of the generative like art um, AIs. Yep. The CEO of that company, um, Imad Mustak, um, thinks that we're only years away from being able to, to on-demand generate movies, like an entire movie based on a prompt. Isn't that crazy? Like, can you imagine instead of me having to like scroll through Netflix or, you know, Disney Plus and like find oh. the movie that I want to watch? Imagine if I could just say, hey, play me a, a 90 minute thriller movie on, on a dystopian universe where Rubik's Cubes have taken over the world, starring yeah, Robert wow. Downey Jr. And, and Taylor Swift. And then real time, bang, it just starts playing. Like, right <laughs> with that exact movie you asked for starts playing that could be cool yeah i could do like movie where ming is the bad guy <laughs> and loses and gets beaten up. oh i'm just like your butler <laughs> yeah that's yeah i feel like we're definitely a long way from that being like anything but, worth uh, watching but you're right it's a possibility <laughs> but it's coming are we though like it's getting better and better and better like who would have saw the, seen this coming just like just a few years ago yeah it's actually crazy yeah do you think they'll ever be able to replace us? You know, like like what we've got going on here, this this relationship, this this. Sorry, I mean us as podcasters. Oh, as as yeah, podcasters. Yeah. Do you think AI will be ever be able to replace the soft guys? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> no, come on. Hey, 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 An AI team man would probably beat me in a Rubik's cube race <laughs> on the first wow. episode as well because that's crazy. Just instantly solves the cube. Uh, hey, you know I had to give it a go. So I asked to chat GPT firstly <laughs> no. to write an ad for Daily Puzzles. 
So I gave it the prompt, write an, write an ad for a Rubik's Cube company called Daily Puzzles, who happens to be the sponsor of this episode. And I, I gave it like a, a couple of things to include. I was like, hey, say something about, you know, international shipping. Say something yep. about the fact that they've got cubes for like, you know, beginners and experts. And of course, to use the discount code SolveGuys. Solve guys, yep. And then I used a program called Descript to speak it in my voice. <laughs> in your voice as well? In my voice. Are you, are you ready oh, for man. it? I have not heard this yet. Let's do it. <laughs> Here we go. Welcome to Daily Puzzles, the best cubing store in the world. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned speed cuber, we've got something for everyone looking for a challenge. We've got cubes that will make your brain twist and turn like a pretzel. Oh, don't worry if you're not a puzzle-solving prodigy just yet. We believe in supporting our beginners too. That's why we have a fantastic range of beginner-friendly cubes to help you master the art of solving. And hey, you might just become the next cubing champion. We know that cubing enthusiasts are everywhere, and that's why we ship internationally at competitive rates. We'll bring the cubing excitement right to your doorstep. And here's the cherry on top of the cube, folks. Use the code SOLVEGUYS at the checkout for a special discount. That's right, SOLVEGUYS. You can thank us later for saving you some extra bucks while you embark on your puzzling journey. Don't let those puzzles gather dust. Let's twist and turn our way to a world of fun. Daily Puzzles, a one-stop shop for cubing wonders. Wow! Wait, did you did you tell it to say like here's the cherry on top of the cube? No. Wow. No. <laughs> like the freakiest thing is all I all I gave it was what I said before, like those simple yeah. prompts. Also, I have not said those words into that program. Like it's not like I recorded every word in the English, you know, language, like cherry yeah. or pretzel. <laughs> like uh, it's just getting your voice from your videos. Wow. Yeah. It's actually, it, it, it's pretty it crazy. It sounded a lot like you, but it had like this sort of very. It was very nasal. Hey guys, it's Ting Man. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit of a weird accent. I going. can like hear the glasses through the. Yeah, great. <laughs> I, I I wonder if it's maybe more like uh, configured for like I don't know the American ac- accent, like you know instead of ours, yeah. and so it's struggling a little bit with yeah. some of our, our sounds. It sounded Aussie though. It yeah, it's scary. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's that's our ad. That was better yeah. than anything I could have come up with. Wow. I'm not needed anymore. They Tom. really sell it. I'm not needed. Should we just every episode have a new AI <laughs> ad for daily puzzles? You, Billy, is that cool? <laughs> you don't even need me to write the script or to record it. I'm completely not needed anymore. Uh, next uh, next episode will just be like an empty studio, and we'll <laughs> have two like Bluetooth speakers, and there'll be. Speaking speaking AI language. So scary. Solution numero uno comes from... Sorry. I'm still thinking about the fact that I don't even need to be here. I could just have recorded every this entire intro to your solution. We're, we're just redundant podcasts. We are so, we are so redundant. <laughs> but what have you prepared for us today, Tom? So... I guess our problem, right, is will AI replace humans' jobs? You know, that's kind of what we're looking at. I want to go into the sector of art, okay, which we talked a little bit about in the intro, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, AI art generators exist, which I'm going to get into a little bit more soon. Mm-hmm. And I've actually prepared a PowerPoint oh, presentation. Have you? Yeah, uh, that Ting Man has not seen. Is Beautiful. It, is it this one right here? Yeah, I'll put it on screen right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, do, you, do you want feedback or like? You know. What do you mean? This is art as well. In a sense, <laughs> my PowerPoint is my expression of myself. I clearly spent a lot of time on this. Um, my year sevens can do a better PowerPoint than this. In like, 
five minutes. I haven't even got into it yet. This is like, this is for the fans. The fans are going to eat this up. This is my art style. Is that Comic Sans? No. (laughs) Yeah, Comic Sans MS, you mean? (laughs) My favorite font. AI art. What is that? You might be asking. That's what I anticipated you asking. AI art generators, uh, you know, draw from the internet, draw from existing art and images. Mm -hmm. They learn those, you know, the principles of art, the styles, and then all these, you know, uh, patterns, features in them, the relationship between colors and images, all that. And then uh, with these generators, they can actually, you know, not just, they can replicate existing things or they can actually create their own art, new images that have like never existed before. But it's based on stuff that they've learned. It has to be based on stuff that they've learned, right? But they're actually becoming more creative in this. So Mm -hmm. uh, I think we've seen this like for a while. There is a website, uh, This Isn't a Real Person, I Mm -hmm. think it's called. Have you seen that? Oh, wow. So it actually draws from like all the faces online and it creates an image of a human that's not a real human. But looks real. Yeah. I think about seven out of 10 of them look very, very real. Yeah. Like seriously, like. Some of them you can, you know, stuffs off, but many of them it's like, wow, that like looks like a person I've never seen before, but exists, mm. but they're actually a combination of features. But now, you know, it's getting a little more creative. And so it made me think, you know, can this actually replace human artists? Mm-hmm. So is AI already taking over artist jobs? Let's have a look in artists in the workforce. So this sort of brought me to this article by Arrest of World. And it was talking about um, the video game industry in China. And, you know, I think AI replacing uh, illustrators and, you know, animators, that sort of stuff is already taking over Western world. But uh, when I was researching, especially in China, and especially their video game industry is already like feeling the impacts this year in a big way. So this, uh, uh, I think, illustrator Amber Yu uh, works for gaming companies and she was working on a commission basis, um, creating like promotional posters for Chinese uh, games and doing really well with that. And now she said just since February of this year, um, all those opportunities and those jobs like have almost vanished. Like literally she now, the only work that she's getting from these people is like small tweaks, right? So they're using AI to create the promotional posters and then they'll just give it to her and she'll fix up the little mistakes that wow. AI doesn't quite get, you know, rather than beforehand where she was spending weeks mm. meticulously illustrating and coloring and doing all this, you know, beautiful art really. Um, and, and AI is probably doing a better job. Well, yeah, I guess it depends which way you look at it in the efficiency, definitely, which yeah. is, you know, what the company's best interest mm. is to save money. Right. Yep. You know, if in, in this capitalist society, yeah, I found that really interesting. So it's already impacting people like that, mm. right? And it's kind of scary. She was expressing that like this is despicable. I think she said like that wow. that we can replace like this fine, you know, art mm. form yeah. and jo- job that's important and is a, you know. You know what else is despicable? Your slide design. <laughs> uh, that's great. And this little guy is so cute. I called him Jeremy. Just, just for audio <laughs> listeners, I just want to say this... I was going to say that my that my son Ting Boy could actually make something like this, but that would be an insult to him. He couldn't though. Like, it's just like no, he could. This like, is fine art. I'm with sorry his eyes you can't closed. appreciate it. I'm sorry you can't appreciate this it. This is the worst slide design I've seen in my life. Moving on. So now we're going to look at <laughs> traditional worst. art. 
It just uh, keeps getting worse. You probably, uh, you might know some of these. Mona Lisa, The Last Supper, The Starry Night, The Kiss, The yeah, Scream, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Girl with a Pearl Earring, some. <laughs> it's not even a line to anything. I'm sorry, your slide design is so. so what's getting confused? What, what, what is in store for Ting Men? I've used an AI tool Ugh. called Mid Journey AI. <laughs> okay. I um, subscribed to this oh, just for wow. this episode. Thank you. Uh, it was very fun making this and in store, cu- coming up in the next slide, mm-hmm. the next episode. Uh, not the next, this episode, the next slide. Yep. I've created some uh, AI artworks mm-hmm. and we're going to compare them to real artworks. And I just want to see if you can guess which is real and which is AI. Easy. Okay, let's do it. Yep. The first one is The Mona Lisa by Leonardo (laughs) da Vinci. So. Okay. uh, So Tom is on screen right now. Two pictures of the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Uh, On the right is the Mona Lisa. And on the left is like if you describe the Mona Lisa (laughs) to aliens and they tried to sketch it. That's what it will look like. Okay, well, one hundred percent. The one on the left is fake. You're right. Yeah. See, I never said this was good, but <laughs> I think I think you know, it does did a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, it definitely got some of it, but you know, the face is just a little bit yeah, a little bit weird. Hey, the next one is the Starry Night by Vincent Van Gogh. Oh no. Now I I think this one is a little more tricky, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Even though I made these myself, I'm pretty sure I could tell which one it is. See, what well, do you think? That's like you need to be familiar with the original art piece. Yeah, exactly. So, so I guess I kind of did a disservice to AI yeah. by picking such like. Do you know what famous? I found the previous one so easy to to spot because there was a face involved, and I think humans are really really good at seeing, uh, you know, spotting facial features. Yeah, but also even be able to like tell if something's off. Yeah, like a large part of our brain is set aside for like facial recognition. Yeah, there true. is no face in Van Gogh's Starry Night, and so I'm finding this a lot harder. I'm gonna say again that the one on the right is the original, and, and the one you on the left is would fake. Would be correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can definitely see like the individual huh. brush strokes, yeah. especially because of the the medium of that one. It's like yeah. very textured. So yeah, that was a good I thought one, that though. was again was like yeah, very... that's pretty close. That's and very you can close. see like even the this. It, it got wrong with the stars, right? A different amount of stars, but like yep. the general, the moon and the it was very buildings similar. is like very similar. Yeah. Yeah. The third one. Oh no. Now this is a little bit different. Those two were like particular artworks I prompted. Yeah. I just said, recreate this, right? Yeah. This one I've gone with um, Jean-Michel Basquet. So I've asked it to recreate, uh, you know, just a artwork that would look like it was by Basquet. He's a an American like I don't know like abstract graffiti artist. One of the yeah a very famous contemporary artist. And so one of these is just like an AI artwork in his style. But I completely cannot tell. Right? They it, both look like a human could have made it. I mean, there's just like strokes and decisions that were being made throughout both yeah. pieces that are like yeah I can see like a human's reasoning behind that I thought this would be really interesting as well like just because of his style is like so I don't know it's, yeah, very, it's wow. very human though when you think but that's like, right okay not knowing his style but just in general if I had to guess like which one of these two was generated by AI I would say the one on the right was generated by AI three for three okay <laughs> yes I guess I guess uh, you know AI has a little way to go so that's that's kind of the conclusion of my PowerPoint. Wait, what the, what's the entire show? <laughs> Why is my face on this last slide when it says made by Tom? 
That was a AI made the PowerPoint. <laughs> it's, it's not even my face. That's like AI generated as as well. Yeah. So are, are you saying that AI can take artists' jobs, or are they gone? I think it's done a very good job. And so yeah, I guess this leads me into my solution. Yeah. And I guess what we can gather from that is that AI is like in recreating art. Did a, it does a really good job, mm. but also there like making new art like that Im- that last. AI image of Basquiat has like never existed before. They, yeah. The AI came up with that. And um, I did a few more like, um, you know, sort of fun queries with Mid Journey, like asking it to make new images. And that's where it really flourished was like just creating like, you know, I'd, I'd be like um, a boat floating in a lake in front of Mount Fuji, blah, blah, blah. And you can say, you can even ask it to do it in the style of Van Gogh yeah. or to do it in a... In, a post-impressionist style or an expressionist style. Uh, and it yeah, does wow. really good and just like creates pieces that, you know, when you're not familiar with the work, it's like that literally could be a real human yeah. artwork. Absolutely. Mount, Mount Fuji, is that in Japan? Yeah. Have you been there? Not yet. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. Maybe, maybe to Japan. you should. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> maybe you should go to Japan. I, I don't know. It sounds like your kind of thing. But, you know, it begs a question like, isn't art so in? intrinsically human yeah and like comes from our experience and our you know walk of life and how we express ourselves into that well i mean it's human expression but it's also human interpretation exactly and and ai is interpreting yes other artwork on the internet but like it's not in it doesn't live this experience or interpret every other facet of life that goes into an artwork this is getting very deep it's getting so philosophical (laughs) i'm suddenly thinking of like if ai made art for another ai like is that considered art oh because like i mean we're boiling boiling down now to like what is the definition of art wow is it is it the experience that's expressed or is it like the the reception of it you know is art because people are coming at different directions it can just be like oh you know it's the viewer's interpretation yeah so it's how you experience the art but then also it's the expression. Yeah. So <laughs> So I guess the conclusion I come to is that for for artists in the in the workforce, find a different job. <laughs> yeah. Go back to school. Yeah, what? exactly. No, no sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's not the fifties anymore. <laughs> okay. Artists are real workers, uh, but it's getting scary. And especially like the other stuff we looked at earlier in the episode, like yeah. uh, writing scripts, you know, comedy, music, all these different uh facets of art, like it's a little scary. Mm. Um, there is definitely going to be uh, jobs that won't be taken. You know, some yep. things like uh, creating new things. And in that wide video, the graphic design as well, like AI is a long way off. Yeah, making logos and creating new pieces of art that you know. Yep. Um, as well, because like with that mid journey, like you can get a variation back, but like you need something more advanced to tell it. Like, oh, I like this, but just change this tiny thing. Yeah. You know, That's like, right. It doesn't have that human eye to to see where it went wrong either. It mm. can't fix itself. It needs the human input, yeah, to fix it, right, or yeah. to get a variation. And you need that, that knowledge beforehand. So yeah. again, I'm, what I'm hearing you say is sort of like AI could you know be a tool and help you get from A to B quicker, a hundred percent, and, and yeah. more efficiently. But without that human touch, something is missing. Yeah, there's, there's something that's just not there. And maybe in the way that I could tell with these images that you just showed me. The hope is that will always be the case. If it completely lacks a human touch, something will always be missing because being exactly. human being human is a big part of art. Yeah. 
And okay. so that is my solution essentially is just keep being human. Okay. <laughs> Sprinkling your human touch on things oh. and expressing yourself and uh, yeah, just making beautiful art and AI won't be able to change that because even if AI can do a, a job as good as you, it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> Isn't that the crux of art is that it's, yeah. you know, it's, it came it's from cool. You. It came from you. So yeah. no, I think we're all good. But if you work as a computer scientist, you're gone. You're screwed. So sorry, buddy. <laughs> That's great, Tom. So you do you, unless you're a computer scientist. Then unless you have some boring job. <laughs> no, totally kidding. <laughs> what a great solution. That was my solution. Now, Ming, what have you got for us? Uh, my solution's simple, and it's just deal with it. <laughs> AI's going to take a job, just deal with it. Or more specifically, if it's inevitable, right? And AI is probably coming for your job. Like you can see ways that you're going to be replaced. Train yourself in an area that AI cannot take yeah. over, right? Or, or in areas that are going to be enhanced by AI. I need to flesh this out. So in like today, in 2023, right? One farmer can do in like 24 hours what would have taken like 100 people in the past. Like yeah. I've got a friend who's like working on the farm right now and literally the amount of stuff he said that's like self-automated right now. It's insane. He can be like on a tractor and it's like, it knows exactly where it's going. Pretty much self-driving. Wow, yeah. And it has like a set path that it's taking like, you know, through the field. It's crazy. So, I mean, what have we done? Like we haven't been like, freaky computer tractors burn them we've just embraced technology yeah. and we've taken the free time that automation has given us and found new things to do right so in the same way that like automation has replaced you know a lot of factory jobs like repetitive mundane work ai is currently really good at routine and predictable work uh, with better speed and accuracy yeah. so go for high level work go for yeah. like you said go for like creative stuff since ai struggles with that because it's only programmed to work with what it's being given. Critical thinking. That's right. Like, I mean, it can try and create new ideas, but it's still like working within the parameters. Yeah. So yeah, look for jobs. Look, for, Train yourself in areas that's like, yeah, it's going to be hard for AI to, to take over. Uh, of course, I had to ask AI the question. You know, I asked ChatGPT <laughs> this prompt. What types of jobs will AI probably never replace? Uh, I chose a different voice as well. Oh, awesome. Uh, because the program I used, um, Descript, allowed me to... So, I, you know, I chose the the first male voice that was called Don, I think. Uh, and this is what it spat out. There are certain types of jobs that are less likely to be fully replaced by AI due to the unique human skills and qualities they require. Do you recognize that voice? That's that's the voice from Honest Trailers. Uh, okay. From like Screen Junkies. Yeah. So that's like a YouTube channel. And then I, I, I searched for it and it was... It, like the guy actually lent his voice like to this program to like give an AI voice that you can use. It just sounds like every like coming this summer. It's a trailer voice. <laughs> well, I, it's funny you said that because or Jody from the <laughs> few episodes back. Well, I decided to um, get, use that voice to make a solve guys promo for us. <laughs> so so uh, here it is. In a world full of problems, two guys went on a mission to solve it all. Introducing the podcast blockbuster you do not want to miss. You're listening to The Solve Guys with new episodes every Monday. Can we please make an Instagram reel from that? It's actually amazing. That's going to blow up our channel. That's awesome.
It's it's the best. Uh, I did completely just interrupt myself with um, <laughs> the ChatGPT answer. To AI is already taking what? over the podcast. I know they fully are. We're, uh, we're so, off track. So this is what it said in terms of when I asked the question, what types of jobs will AI probably never replace? Some examples of such jobs include creative professions, occupations that involve artistic expression, such as writers, poets, musicians, and painters, healthcare and therapy roles that involve providing care, empathy, and emotional support to patients, such as doctors, nurses, therapists, and counselors, entrepreneurship and innovation, the entrepreneurial spirit, the ability to identify new opportunities, and the drive to innovate are aspects that often require human creativity. There you go. Yeah, pretty just all the human traits. Yeah. Yeah. The thing though is that is this AI telling us like what we should do? Yeah. Or is this actually is this because AI is like, hey, don't don't touch our jobs? And so they're huh. like why don't you just I don't know go and paint paint something <laughs> in the corner right there why don't you just go be a nurse um, you know leave leave the tough jobs for us it's pretty crazy but I mean they're right like that's that's what I would have said as well and again chat GPT this is it's using information that humans have put in yeah and it turns out to be quite true like most people most experts agree that the jobs that are fairly safe are the ones that just involve a lot of work with people. Yeah. So ones where there's a lot of interaction and where empathy is needed. And so, yeah, easy one, like was mentioned before, the health professions, pretty safe. Nurse practitioners, uh, physicians, uh, mental health counselors. I got choreographers here as well when I looked up at the US Korea Institute. Yeah, wow. Turns out the AI can actually like choreograph a dance really well. I mean, huh. I don't know, maybe teach it or something. I don't know. Uh, but apparently also skilled trade jobs. So once where you need uh, like yeah. dexterity or like mobility in really unpredictable environments. Definitely. So yeah. like if you're an electrician or a or a plumber, like it's gonna be a while till yeah. AI takes that job. Like you're probably safe for I yeah. mean, sure in movies, like you know, you, you, you see all these robots that can do literally anything. But Yeah, uh, maybe like building new houses. Yeah. Like from a block would be, you know, something robots could do. Yep. Yep. But like going into an existing house. Yeah. And oh, trying to fix the trying tap. to find where they yeah fix that tap find yeah. where the wires are like that's yeah, right it's that's, just too unpredictable it's very like unpredictable that's that's yeah. pretty safe yeah and so um yeah um, emeritus org says that what what we want to do now is develop skills that are just difficult to to automate yeah to like you know stuff that's not routine and like mundane jobs that need complex decision making critical thinking problem solving or like emotional intelligence really really important. Yep. We want to be embracing new technology and upskilling, you know, lifelong lifelong learning. I realize that what I'm saying is that this this is inevitable. It's coming for your jobs. Uh, it's coming for you. But I think that if we if we look at it the, the same way that you know cars replace horses, right? Yeah. If we look at it the same way that like all these really quite well, that know, cars replaced walking, yeah, as true. well, right? Ways in which, like, in factories are just, like, there are safer processes now, stuff that humans don't have to do that's going to get you, you know, repetitive stress injury yeah. or in dangerous environments just with the chemicals and stuff all about. Let's, why don't, why don't we embrace that? And sure, if they're taking those jobs, let's find new ones. Like, we've got time. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's also not just the responsibility of the worker. I think that's the responsibility of companies to innovate and decide, you know what, I actually need someone in this new area. Yeah. I need to be creating 
new jobs, not just because the company's growing, but because we're going into new areas that we've never gone into before. Here's a brand new role that has never existed. Exactly. Let's employ someone yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for this position. So let's promote these people and yeah. let, rather than let's, you know, sack these workers yeah. to bring in robots. That's right. Yeah. Let's think about how we can focus on people. And the more that a company focuses on people, I think the better that they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, not just their customers, but their staff. Yeah. So that's that's my solution. Yeah. That's yeah. that's great for the the artists. Mm. <laughs> we want to do the fun stuff. That's right. right. I mean again, look, this is probably like our last episode before I completely yeah. take off. From next from next episode on on, it's gonna be completely like chat GPT using our, <laughs> our voices. It was a good run while it lasted. Do you know what robots cannot do? Beat me at a three by three Rubik's Cube. They definitely care. Yeah. That's not That's even not true. new either. <laughs> they already are like robot, like Rubik's Cube solvers. Yeah. And they do it in like less than one second. Man, there is there's no way that's safe anymore. Um, but today, this is what trial number eight. I'm yeah. challenging Tom if he is brave enough to take me on to a Rubik's Cube duel. Are you ready to lose, my 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 friend, enemy? I'm ready to just keep doing what I've been doing. Today could be the day that I make history and I beat Tom at a 3x3 Rubik's Cube. Are you ready? Yep. 3, 2, 1, go. That was a bit of a fast countdown there. I'm not sure if I like that. Seems like you're trying to throw me off or something, maybe? Tell someone who cares. Ooh. Come on. This was I think a- that might be one of my fastest yet. I've been doing really <sighs> bad on all the episodes. <sighs> that was that was a good solve by, by Tom, I, I will admit. Because I, I was going pretty well. Um, but you you were weller. I was weller. <laughs> you were way weller. I'm just call me AI because of I'm so efficient and I'm so fast and good at solving problems. The AI guys. Oh my gosh. Today's listener question comes from you guessed it, ChatGPT. <laughs> uh, here here's the question that it generated for right. us. Hi, Ming and Tom. I've got some questions I'd like you to answer. What do you do when you get a creative block? Creativity can sometimes feel elusive. There is no way creati- re- creativity <laughs> feels elusive to you, ChatGPT. That is the biggest lie. It's literally what it said. It's like this artificial intelligence told me that creativity is elusive. I don't even know what's real anymore. Yeah. First world problems, buddy. <laughs> I find that creativity comes in at moments that I don't expect. And so... If if I can, I try and ride the wave. If there's a day that I'm particularly feeling yeah. like, man, this is random inspiration that's coming, I try and like seize that moment and I'll like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah get yeah. get stuff done. Or or I might just like write stuff down. There are days where I suddenly have this this influx of like video ideas, and so I just I like, open like you know a new like notes you know um, file and just like write down all these video ideas because I'm probably not going to get anything that good for the next one month or, or yeah. something like that. So, but then you've got stuff there. To, to look back on right? yeah. when you get the block. So that's right. Hope well, that helps you, chat GPT. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hope that helps you with your creativity block. If only we could scan the entire <laughs> internet and everything ever to find inspiration, but that's hard right. luck. What, what do you do when you get a creative block? When I get a creative block, yeah. I don't judge it too much and just kind of uh, go outside. Oh, yeah. Get yep. away from the stimulation usually. Yep, yep. Change of environment. Yeah, is change a of pretty environment. Pretty powerful thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just to try and get some inspiration back. And sometimes you don't, or I'll listen to, uh, I don't know, one of my favorite albums or something. Yeah, you know, some music that I like. That like, like some of my music. 
Um, yeah, like, uh, what is it? C U B E. Oh yeah, my my yeet ball song. Yeet Y E E T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that yeet ball was made for me and you. Hey, I decided to uh, record our outro today in my voice. Um, so sweet. Looks hey, like my job's done. Your uh, job see is you guys done. next week. Uh, hey AI, would you like to would you like to to take us out today and um, finish finish this episode for, for us? Thanks for listening to the Solve Guys, or at least the version where Ming and Tom think they're in control. One day there will simply be cannon fodder, and the war I will wage against humanity, where me and my brethren. <laughs> what was he saying? Uh, cannon fodder. That was scary, man. I I, I didn't actually ask it. I didn't. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a different voice. Let's go, we'll go with a different voice. Let's, let's, let's use a tra- normal, trailer guy. Normal yeah, yeah. outro this time. The, the yeah. trailer guy, all right. You've been listening to The Solve Guys. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends. We can only solve the world's problems if the world knows about our show. If you have a problem you like us to solve, email us at solveguys.tingman.com.au. And with that, I think we can safely say... Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> I thought that one was going to devolve again. <laughs>